The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. Join us around the pit as we talk all things barbecue. Now here is your host, Johnny Mags. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. It's the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. We talk everything barbecue and a lot of other topics. You talk around the pit. We got a great episode. We are local. We're staying local. I know. Subtitles. Get your included. subtitles, <laughs> translators, whatever you need, folks, because it, you're gonna you're gonna need it today. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be great. We're gonna have so much fun. So much fun. But let's get right down yes. to it. Today's episode brought to you by Uncle Steve Shake. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're going to skip right over that part. Okay. <laughs> Uncle Steve uses some of the <laughs> finest ingredients on the market for all his 12 amazing flavors, from the original to the sweet and spicy to the Gator Shake to Competition Line. Smoke bomb, sweet dessert shake. Great ingredients, great flavors, incredible customer service. If you have any question on what shake might be right for you, just give a call. He's going to answer the phone. He's going to answer all your questions for you. Going to make some suggestions, put you right up perfect. Check him out at UncleSteveShake.com. And also his Facebook page and group, Uncle Steve's Shake Nation, for some giveaways and special deals here and there. Uncle Steve Shake, shake some on everything. Also brought to you by Two Guys Smoke Shop and TwoGuysCigars.com. Whether I'm barbecuing or not, I always keep the smoke rolling thanks to TwoGuysCigars.com. Today, I'm not smoking anything, but that's all right. Oh, I have it. Do you that, want it? Oh, we'll save me. it for Fire later. Me. We'll save well, it for later. You would have been smoking the Rojas Street Taco Carnitas, which is actually, it's a damn good smoke. So here, save that for later. Save that for later. There you go. Thanks to my friends at twoguyscigars.com. <laughs> I get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world, and so can you. Just visit twoguyscigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Also brought to you by Backline Smokers and Backline Fabrication. Ryan Newland is building some of the craziest one-of pits coming out of Austin, Texas today. He is an absolute master of metal fabrication. And whether you're just looking for a backyard model all the way to a 1,000-gallon trailer or the actually right now he's actually doing a what we like to refer to on the Facebook world as a waffle. A waffle? A waffle. A waffle? Yes, because they frown upon that R letter at the front. So you switch it with a W. That there's no raffle or anything going on. It's oh, a waffle. It's a waffle? Of a multi-tool. Oh. So his multi-tool... Charcoal grill, Santa Maria, plancha, fire pit, everything 
going on right now. Check him out at on all social media at Backline Fab and Backline Smokers. Backline Smokers, build what you want, not what you need. Also brought to you by Magna Chef Gloves and Freedom Gloves. Our brother Alan Fonte knows a little something about fire management, being a Miami-Dade firefighter. These gloves, he took no shots on these. Food-grade silicone patented magnetic clips for an easy on and off. Heat rated 500 degrees. The web fit for firm grip. One size fish, fit, fish fits all. Dishwasher safe. But if the web fit isn't your style and your more traditional five fingers, he's got you covered with his new Freedom Line. Same great magnetic clips, all that. Heat rated, 932 degrees. Extra long gauntlet to protect the forearms. No more forearm sizzles, ladies and gentlemen. Check that out and get all your stuff at magnachef.com. And at checkout, use the code FREEDOMLIVE for 10% off your order. That's FREEDOMLIVE for 10% off your order. Magna Chef Gloves, Master the Fire, Freedom Gloves, take a stand, free your hand. Quickly, disclaimer, gloves only work if you wear them. I got the We're just giving him a hard fingertips to prove that one. The gloves are so good he, that he didn't realize he wasn't wearing them. Muscle memory, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't have them on, grab a, yeah. on just felt flaming log of wood and ouch. Just wanted to let everyone know that that happened to you. Thank again. you, Chrissy. Who else have we? <laughs> You're also brought to you by CustomCuttingBoardsRUs.com. Ian Hemming is building what I consider the Yeti of cutting boards out of Magnolia, Texas. These cutting boards take an absolute beating from your the, the dishwasher board, so your standard countertop board, to the absolutely massive 18 by 36 brisket board and the pizza board for that perfect slice every time. Uh, UV protected, deep reservoir lips to catch the all that juicy goodness of whatever protein you're cooking. The rubber mounts on the bottom, even on a wet surface, these boards will not slide on you. Check them out at customcuttingboardsrus.com. That is the letter R, us.com. Let us see. Here we go. Oh, we got Matt. In the chat, multitasking. I like it. (laughs) There's Daddy Dutch. Randy Salinas, we were just talking about you, brother. Big Rome, what's happening? The barbecue broker, Greggy, what's happening, brother? Chris Rosinski, what's going on? Max, Mad Max, calling you out. Kyle, what's happening? Manuel, what's going on, brother? Tim Rogers, how are you? John Long, what's happening? Adrian, what's going on? Matt and Jenny, what's happening? Gabriel, Ken, thanks for stopping by. The Angry Cock Barbecue team is in the house. Jason, what's happening? All right. Man, you're bringing out some heavy hitters today, Matt. But without any further ado, 
We're going local, folks, so get your subtitles, the translators, whatever you need to figure out what the hell we're saying because it's going down today. Ladies and gentlemen, from Matt's Backyard Barbecue, please welcome local boy Matt Pereira. What's up, bro? How's it going, John? We're hanging in, brother. Hanging in. You survived the weekend? Yes, we did. Nice and cold. <laughs> yeah, no, didn't go outside. <laughs> lucky, lucky. Ooh, I was stuck out in it both days, but hey, it happens. I'm paying for it now. Everything still aches. You know, but uh, but yeah, Chapin, what's happening, Eric? So, Matt, thanks, man, for taking some time to join me. We're going to have a blast here. But uh, first and foremost, please tell everybody, introduce yourself. Who's Matt Pereira, and how did your barbecue journey start? Well, my barbecue journey started a little different than most. It's not that old. Pitmaster, the TV show, yeah, I loved it, thought I could do it but never did anything. COVID hit. What am I going to do? Can't go anywhere. Can't do anything. Perfect time to start. Went, bought a pit, tried it. Hey, this is good. Neighbors all loved it. You know, neighbors, free food. They love it. Yeah. Everything's good. <laughs> well, no complaints. You were doing it in the backyard. And I says, Hey, let's give this a shot. We signed up, went and did the granite state. Wasn't bad. Didn't finish last. That was the goal. Yep. And it's on from there. It's on from this is year going to be year three. Year three, nice. Year three. So it's before COVID started. I didn't even know who Billy Gillespie was. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know any of these guys. If you weren't on Pitmasters, I don't know. I didn't know who you were. Never cooked a brisket in my life until that time. Yeah. And it's just been. Straight uphill since then. Uphill? Oh, yeah. But the uh, it's a tasty learning curve, though, isn't it? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, and, and the friends come out of the woodwork real fast. Yeah. Extra friends. Neighbors you didn't, you didn't meet for 20 years. They turn up. What is that? What is going that, on that here? Smell? <laughs> I got I got I a text the other day. Hey, how come you didn't tell me you were cooking? I woke up this morning. I could smell the smoke. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah I, 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 I get that all the time My wife will get a text Oh Johnny's cooking huh Yeah how do you know Oh we can smell it all the way down here <laughs> or, or they yeah. could or, or they say Oh we knew you were cooking I'm like why I go I heard, I heard you splitting a couple splits <laughs> At 3 o'clock in the morning Because <laughs> they were too big I'm like yeah sorry about that <laughs> You know But um you know, so three years, you got into the competitions. Now, how, how'd you find out? Oh, obviously, you're, uh, you're a member of NEBS, so the Northeast Barbecue Society. Didn't know anything about that the first year. Had no clue. I, I knew KCBS TV show, so I yeah. signed up for KCBS. We did the Granite State, and uh, we, we did Granite State. We went down to New Holland, Pennsylvania for the second one. And then we did Southwick, Massachusetts, and we said we got we got our first call in the last contest, Southwick, Mass, fifth place brisket. And I said, okay, our season's over. We hit it on a high note. So I make the post. This is the end of 2020 season. We're good. Just to, I get a message from Kathy Trainer. 
hey, I got two more contests for you. I'm like, what do you mean two more contests for me? I thought the season was over. Oh, we do we do Northeast Barbecue Society contests. Okay, sign me up. So we signed up for the toy drive contest. It's okay. It's ribs and chicken. I can do that. Yeah. So me and my in my infinite wisdom and rocket scientist he says, I gotta practice my ribs. Okay, and I need toys. So I put a post out on my social media page that says, guys, if anybody wants to try my ribs, it's gonna cost you one unwrapped toy, one new unwrapped toy. It just I cooked <laughs> 70 racks of ribs in four weeks. <laughs> I filled up I filled up my Jeep Grand Cherokee once, took it to Kathy for the contest. The following weekend, I called the Somerset Police Department and said, hey, guys, can you bring an SUV by? I got to fill up the truck again. No shit. It was unbelievable. And it was just, it, like I said, it's just the barbecue family. And then now it's my barbecue mom. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. She does. She does so much. She's you actually know. working in, in Somerset tonight with a meeting with my wife to work on the, the Somerset contest. Beautiful, beautiful. Oh, Brother Elton, the dog father in the house. What's happening, brother? Dan O'Leary, thanks for tuning in, brother. So you got into it, and obviously you you dove headfirst into it, and it clearly absolutely loving it. You're doing yeah. well. Um what what actually what are you uh what are you cooking on or multiples well, when we first started we just went to home depot got a pit barrel pellet smoker says i don't want it, nothing too difficult because i don't know what i'm doing so we'll try this it was okay worked out well and then i said okay this is it's too small people too many people want food now and it must be good because they're willing to pay for it so we ordered a uh, a big rec tech bfg Mm-hmm. 2,500, and that's what we cooked on in contest the first season. And we're in New Holland, Pennsylvania. I didn't know what a drum smoker was. Didn't have a clue. I'm new to this game. So we're in New Holland, Pennsylvania. I see these 55-gallon drums everywhere. Like, what the hell is this? Let me go check this out. Thank God the wife was at the hotel. <laughs> so I'm checking everything out, and I saw this. This is great. I can do this. It's like, they had an Amish uh, barbecue supply store on, on the location. I said, hey, I like that drum. He says, but I can't fit it in my trailer to bring it back. So no worries. We'll ship it. Okay. Get home, ordered it. It was here a couple weeks later. And that's my, I, I cooked pretty much all four meats on the drum. And once I put the brisket and the butts on, brisket on, butts on. Once they're ready to wrap, they go in the, in, in the rec tech. Yeah. Finish you off, and it's done. So we're using a 55-gallon gateway drum and a Rectech pellet smoker. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, what, do you, what do you run for pellets? Uh, we use uh, Bear Mountain pellets. Seems to be one of the best brands. I, we've tried them all. Yeah. A lot less ash, a lot less of a mess to clean up. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, Bear Mountain's nice brand. Nice brand. So, if you were to pick a, I guess, region, what would you say your style of cooking is more like? And please give me the right answer. 
give you the right answer. It's the New England style. It's like a melting pot up here. There it is. And, and, and I'll give you an example of the difference between New England and everywhere else. Okay? We qualify for World Foods. It's Texas. Texas, salt, pepper, garlic on your brisket. And try not to do anything else. So I tried that in New England. The last three KCBS contests. It did not work. Mm-hmm. I finished at the bottom of the barrel all three times. If, if New England is different, it's a it's yeah. a melting pot of all different regions come together. Yep. And if you come here and try to compete here and you don't understand that, oh, you're yeah. not going to fare very well. Yeah, you know that. And that's what we've been saying for years. That you know, whether you know melting pot or crock pot mm-hmm. or barbecue, we take. It all, you know, because people would ask me, you know, what's your favorite? I'm like, yes. No, 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 you pick a favorite. Which region? Yes. I like them all. You know, each one has, you know, the special things and, you know, incorporating it back. And like you were saying, with that brisket, or with the contest around here, no. And, and I know we're going we're gonna to catch some feedback here. We're catching some feedback. And in Texas, no, I didn't just use SPG. No, that's not... Not, not not the only thing I used. Yeah, you know it was a little more a little more layers of flavor to it. Yeah, you need more. But it wasn't there was no a ton of not a ton of sauce on it. No sauce that actually on it at all. Okay, which in New England, if you don't put sauce on it, yeah, yeah, you want you want you want this very fine thin layer of sauce because that's what. Yeah. It's in the judges' minds around it's here. In everybody's minds. Some yeah. friends of ours just opened a, a barbecue stand here in Somerset, Missing Link Barbecue, and I go there for lunch now and then. And guys are ordering brisket plates, and I'm like, and and the, the my buddy goes has to go out and tell him, hey, if you want sauce, you're gonna let me know because we don't put sauce on it. And every single customer has sauce That's on sauce. their brisket. Yeah. Every single one. Oh yeah, doesn't it, matter. No, it's just what they what, what the people like here. Yeah, what they want. Yeah, you no, know, you know, because for forever, you know. <laughs> well, when you when you're burning the steaks on the grill, you got to put something on it. Something on it to choke them down. Absolutely, right? You know, oh yeah, that there was the old days of mixing everything because you know yeah. I didn't know what the hell a medium rare steak was. Nope. <laughs> Mom cooked this. Now eat it. <laughs> yeah. You know, but but yeah, the the sauce is a huge component around here, and you know, thankfully, there's so much out there, and um, so much good stuff out on the market today. Now, do you play with making your own stuff, or are you a mix and match guy? Or I'm a I'm a, I'm a mix and match. I tried a couple of times, a couple of different things, and I just. It's it's too time consuming for me with the amount of hours I work every week to be make making my own. So I just mix and match mm-hmm. and try to find a flavor profile that I like and that you would hope the judges like. Yeah. Now you were just saying the hours you work, you know, by trade you're a truck driver. Yes. Now are you strictly New England area or Yep, strictly in New England. Okay. Strictly New England. So going through New England. You, you you find all the good spots. Yes, there's a, there are there are a lot of good spots. How about how about a, how about a quick top five? Oh. 
Let's, let's, let's say I haven't found five good ones yet that I've been to. Love it. Love it. Okay. Yes, you got tolerable. Can. <laughs> you know, you got, there's a few, but there's some that some of my customers tell me, hey, don't go there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I haven't, I haven't been to five good ones yet. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Let's see. Let's see. Half the battle is educating people around here with real Bob. Absolutely, Greg. Hundred yeah, percent. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, there was un- no- unfortunately the problem with with barbecue contests is they're not public facing. Most of them. Yeah. We're all guys in a parking lot or a campground, so the public doesn't see what we do. Yeah. And thank God for Barbecue USA coming back because now people can see what we do. But. With Kathy, trainer in inclusive barbecue events, we have two public-facing contests coming up, one in Jamestown and the one in Somerset. So the public will be around to see what we do and, and, and get educated and learn what barbecue is all about. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Kyle is asking, uh, have you ever smoked lobster or clams? Yes and yes. There you go. Yeah, I've done a lot. I've done lobster a couple times, and yes, you know I'm not clams, a, little neck clams. Yeah, just enough, just enough to get them to open up a little bit, like an oyster. Just open it up a little bit. You don't want to cook them. I like mine raw. Yeah, so yeah. Just put them in there, give them, get them open a little bit of smoke, and fine. Lobster all the time. It's New England. We have to. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Tim Rogers says, you know, New England is, it's hard that that's when New England cooks venture out. They usually do pretty well. And I, you know, and I, and I think that has to do with the whole mix. The mix, the melting pot. Yeah. You know, we can, we can go anywhere and cook anything. Whereas someone from down South comes up here more difficult because they're just cooking Southern barbecue. Yeah. Or the Texas guys or the mid. The Midwest guys. I mean, some of the, the Midwest guys have come out east and, and had success quite a bit. But <laughs> Greg's throwing England, smoked clam casino out there. Had a boy. Ooh, yeah. Hey, Greg, have those ready at the next comp. Makes a great potluck item. Oh yeah, for sure. <clears throat> so when you you were saying that when you went to. Um, <coughs> cook into Texas or went to Texas to cook, you know, the place you were cooking wasn't just a place in Texas. You got yourself in at the, at the world food championships. Yeah. Now, how did, how did that come about? What event, you know, did you qualify? That was, that was our first contest of last year in Jamestown, Rhode Island at the hogs for heroes contest. With Kathy, Kathy trainer. That is there. And it was a World Foods qualifier, NEB sanctioned. I believe there were 22, 23 teams. And uh, we just went in. I said, we got to step it up stop, and, and cook, our, cook our, our meal, do our cook. And we did. And, and this goes to where if some, we think something as competitive tastes good and the judges, then you get the scores and the judges didn't like it or vice versa. Yep. Well, our chicken was, was, was crap. We barely made it in the box. Put it in the box, go. 
so on and so forth, get everything in. We go to awards, and I'm sitting down with the wife and family at the bench there and live streaming it as usual. I get a second place chicken call. I says, shit. Okay. I guess I guess it was good. <laughs> okay. Next is ribs. Get a first place rib call. I says, yeah, shit. I gotta stand up and go. So I'm in the in the pavilion, leaning up against the wall, hugging a trash can. <laughs> just listening. Right? Just get trying to get away from everybody. And pork call comes up. I get to place pork. I'm like, shit. Now I'm doing I'm doing the, the doing the quick math in my head. <laughs> and I see Rico from Q Shannon. He's over there yeah. looking at me and Matt, Matt, Matt. I'm like, okay. Second place brisket call. I says, oh, shit. Now, now I'm I'm really hugging the trash can. Yeah. Because I'm like, shit, I'm, I, I might win this. Do I got this? Do I got it? <laughs> Do I got it? Do I got it? Okay. And everybody's Rico screaming, Matt's got this, and a couple other guys, Matt's got this. I'm like, just don't jinx me. And we did. We won it and got the World Foods. And the funny thing about that contest we GC'd the contest. Waypoint Barbecue was the RGC. Jeff Coster and his team, also from Somerset, Massachusetts. So something we must the, be doing something right in this little town. <laughs> well, like, like we'd like to say in New England, there's something in the water down there. Yeah, yeah, there's something <laughs> in the water, all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we, we debated, the wife and I debated for a long time during the course of the season whether we, we were going to make the trip. Yeah. Because we have to drive. It's 1,800 miles each way. Oh, yeah. 30, 40 hours. And I'm like, nah. I said, we're given the opportunity. And it just happened that the schedule was it was on Veterans Day weekend, the week leading up to Veterans Day. And these guys were veterans that we won the contest with. So we got to go. Yeah, have to go. So we did. We did. And we get there. And there was another team out of New England, uh, Two Little Pigs East Coast, I believe, out of Connecticut. Um, Cress and his family, they won their entry for Mohegan Sun. And we were talking and chatting all the way down. Hey, how, where are you? How you how's the driver? How you making out? And we just side by side when we got to the location and just New England was represented. Beautiful, beautiful. You, you pull in there and you see the guys that are pulling in behind you. There was 32 barbecue teams. And you look and you see, oh, look at that trailer. Texas oil dust. Aaron Leslie. Oh, shit. Yeah. There's the big guys here. Then you, then you look around, you got Smitty, Sterling Smith. St like, yeah, oh, Loot and Booty. Yep. Jesus. Shit. Turn to your... We're, <laughs> we're with the big boys now. Hopefully, we can hold our own. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. And it was, you know, they all, they were everyone. Yeah. Yes, I'm a, I, I'm a Yankee from the Northeast. I understand that. Heard that a lot. Heard that a lot. <laughs> But they were all just like one of us, just, oh, like, yeah. just like brothers. Yeah, you, you turn around, you, you got Robert Smith there who won it last year. He run the whole he thing last right, year. He was right, right across the field from me, <laughs> yeah. literally fifty less than 50 yards from me. Oh, and he's yeah. giving me the stink guy. He's going like this. I'm watching you. I'm watching you. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm watching you too, guy, because you won the stamp thing last year. So. <laughs> Believe You're, me. I should be copying you. <laughs> now... <clears throat> You guys ran into some weather while you were down there. So yeah, the it, it, cooking yeah, conditions you know, wasn't ideal. No. 
And I'll, I checked the weather before we left. The weather forecast was sunny and 85 degrees all week. I left the heater for the trailer behind. I left the rain gear at home. I, I packed shorts and one pair of jeans. Okay, going to be great. Yeah, the first part of the week was 85 degrees. Now it's our turn to cook on the weekend. It's 25, <laughs> 30, pouring rain, soaking six, seven inches into the mud. It was not pleasant at all. But it was home field advantage for the Northerners. That's what I was just going to say. It's right in your wheelhouse. <laughs> you used right. to cooking in that. Exactly. Exactly. And so, I, so you went, went through all, all that, the, 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 the cold, the wet, the this, the that, and you, and you represent New England, and you walk out with a ninth-place brisket at the World was, Food Championships. Was, Come on we had, now, we had, brother. We, had a, we heard the call. We were sitting in the crowd, and we heard it. And then the other New England team was sitting behind us. Says, Did he just say me? Did he just call me? Was that me? And he's yeah. I was oh, so holy shit. Yeah. I'm in Texas. I got a nice place for us to call. Ah, damn it. At the World Foods. Just, <laughs> at know? World Foods. It was it was the highlight of, of the week. It oh. was. It was just a whole week. I mean, you're hanging out and you're with with, with the guys, Smitty and, the, and and Phil the Grill and those guys. Yep. And then you got Tuffy Stone. Yeah. Unbelievable gentleman. You know, Harry Sue, the guys you see on TV, yeah, you're talking to him. Oh, yeah. And it's like, okay, we did all right. We did all right. But I got to say, though, for me, the highlight of the trip was after we cooked. They had the National High School Barbecue Association there competing. High school kids yeah. competing in a world championship. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The talent the kids had. Oh, yeah. Just ha- just hanging out with them for the day was just like, wow. Just don't come up north and cook because you're going to kick my ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Those, those, those kids, they, they throw down. You know? It was unbelievable. And, and, you know, it, unbelievable. It's great because we had um, um, the founder, Mike, on. And what a great guy. And what they do with it, you know, it's awesome. And, you know, if we could only, you know, get that up this way, you know, would be tremendous. You know, because if if that was something we could have done back back, back when I was in school, it's like, okay. Now, would I have done it? Eh, probably not. Probably not. But back when we were in school... With all that extracurricular stuff, you had to try stuff. Right. So you had to take at least, uh, you know, uh, whatever it is, a quarter or a semester, you know, the first term. Or, you know, yeah. you had to take a term of that special. So you would have been forced to take that and yeah. give it a shot. And once you got it's like, okay. You know, I think it would have stuck. You know, so that it would be great to get that up here, but I, I, I honestly, I think it would that would be so difficult. It's difficult because it is it, it, it's an expensive sport. Yeah, because these kids are traveling. I mean, it, 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 yeah, there's a bunch of Texas teams, but you got Missouri and Arkansas. You're traveling to these places. Yeah, as high school students, and but just to see the second, the next generation of barbecue cooks. 
coming just along the line, coming yeah. together, enjoying themselves, having fun, and cooking. It just that was for me made the weekend. Oh, for sure, for sure. You know, let's see here. C-Mac and his kids' steak cop needs to be a, anything. Absolutely. He does a great job with that. You know, the kids have a blast every year. Yeah, my, 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 my little rugrat granddaughter is the uh, Neneb's Kids Q Team of the Year. She loves it. Oh, yeah. You know, get, getting, the, getting the kids going, you know, it, it just you just feel great about it. Yeah, you know, because because it, it really is. It's it's an it's the next, it's the next generation. It's the newcomers that they kind of come up and keep the keep the the food sport alive for sure. So, what do you got? Uh, what do you got planned for 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 this year? You know, obviously, I'm year? I'm gonna sit. I'm sitting here trying to, uh, you know, get the funds together, sign up for a few myself. And like we had talked before, that that's the hottest part. That's the hottest part. <laughs> getting, the, getting the funds to sign up and, that's you know, get spot. supplied it is, for it. It is definitely a very expensive hobby. Oh, for sure. For sure. But I know you I know you got to have a list ready to a, go. So schedule. what you got? The wife is going to start us off April 1st in Enfield, Connecticut at the SCA contest. Okay. She's going to start us off. Doing that, and then we're going to follow that with uh, Bristol, Connecticut, middle of April, and then we have Hogs for Heroes in Jamestown, and Somerset Sizzle in Somerset. A couple weeks after that, we're looking to do ten to twelve. So then we're going to do Granite State in New Hampshire. Then we're going to go to Skowhegan, Maine, Hiram, Maine, and then. Uh, Couple more in, in in Massachusetts. We got uh, the Northeastern and Southwick. Yeah, and and the one that another we're, we're skipping the Green Mountain in Vermont because it, it conflicts with a, with an event that that caught my heart last year. Last year, my daughter got married. We were in Mexico, getting married in Cabo San Lucas, and my phone kept ringing. And I made a deal. I wasn't talking barbecue while we were down there because. They would have shot me. I would have been buried somewhere in Mexico right now. <laughs> but Kevin Coyne from Morning Woods Barbecue kept calling, and he called me. And I says, I- I'm already a couple of dozen cocktails into my day. I'll answer the phone. Nobody's watching. He says, hey, Matt, he says, we need you. We need you to come over up to Marshfield. We have a Marshfield Rib Fest. It's a fundraiser for a bunch of charities. Can you do it for us? I'm like, oh. I told the wife, I said, I can't, we're not doing anything. He says, we need you. I said, okay. Talk to the wife. He said, we're in. Okay. I'll do, I'll cook 25 racks of ribs. Because it's a people's choice contest. They had yeah. 25, 26 teams, right? Well, by the time Friday came to go pick up the ribs and get and prep them for the next day, we were up to 70 racks of ribs. They needed us to cook 70 racks of ribs. Now, I'm reading the rules. And, and I can't use a pellet smoker. It's not allowed, according to the rules. So now I got two drums. I got a pit barrel and my gateway drum. How the hell am I going to cook 70, 70 racks, racks of ribs? Right? Well, I hung 18 in each one for, for two rounds, and we cooked 70, 70 racks, racks of ribs. Wow. Unbelievable. So we're doing that again this year. 
Yeah. Because the people were incredible. And and the whole event raised, I believe, forty thousand dollars for charity, for different charities in the Marshfield South Coast area. Oh, that's awesome. And, and it doesn't cost us as cooks anything. They supply you with the ribs. All you're going to do is your time and your rubs and sauces. And that's it. That's it. So we're going to do it, you know, because it was fun. And the people enjoyed it. We enjoyed them. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. Now, now when, when is that event? That, I believe, is sept- Saturday, September 9th. Okay. So, John, if you don't need funds. You just need to be able to get there. So if you want to do it, your pit can handle a lot of ribs. Oh, yes, it can. All right. All right, Marshfield. I, I, I'm, Marshfield I'm familiar with, with old Rib Union Fair. Street in Marshfield. Yeah, it's down at the fairgrounds. Okay. So no, I know exactly where a, that it's is. A, it's a great event, and it, it's a people's choice, and it's, it's also a judged portion. You've got to make a box with your kale and your whatever for the judges. And All so right. It's a, fun, it's a fun event. It's a fun event, and, and the kids enjoy it. Nice to see the parents with their kids enjoying barbecue, and it, it was fun. So we, we've decided to skip a double contest in Vermont to do that. Okay. And then we go on to Lake, we do Lake Placid the weekend before. Beautiful. And then, of course, Kathy's not going to let me go without doing the Commander's Cup and the toy drive. I, I, well, I'm in for that. I, I already told Kathy that that one is for sure. That weekend, yeah, those are, those are a blast. Those are a blast, and, and it's the same weekend this year. I know it was two different weeks last it year. Was two, it was back to back weekends, and it was like, okay, we're we're coming in early in the morning for a day, pulling out, and coming back the following weekend to the same location. So I guess, you know, she said, why don't we just do it on the same weekend? We do one on Saturday. Everybody leaves their stuff here or spends the night if you want. Yeah, it's a little chilly if you ask me. So I'm going to come home in the car, leave the stuff there, and go back the next morning. Yeah. But it's back-to-back weekends. It's great. This past year, she filled up her her um, her barbecue trailer with toys and bikes. It was it was incredible. Beautiful. It was incredible. Awesome. Well, folks, listen. That's New England barbecue. There are competitions, and they're getting big competitions. I think this year we in the New England area, there are four qualifiers for the automatics for the Jack. Yeah. You know, yeah, and there's, there's, the, there's the KCBSs, four. so you get can get your invite for the Royal, too. So come on up, boys. We're, you know, Matt is one of the many, few, many great teams. And believe me, he said he has a list of them for me ready to go. So, he, boys, if you're listening on that list, I'm coming for you at some point. And we're going to talk. We're going to have some fun. Uh, you, every, everybody's putting New England on the map, barbecue wise, and it's it's beautiful, you know. So you know, thank you all for uh, everything you do. Thank you, Matt. And uh, man, it was it was fun. Thank you for taking the time, brother. No, nope, no problem. Anytime, John. Anytime. It's fun. Awesome. We'll definitely do it again. And uh, hang on one second, and uh, I'll jump right back in with you. Awesome, Chrissy. Awesome. I think everyone understood the two of you, by the way. I'm pretty sure. I was able to follow along. I was, I was scared to look yeah. at the chat for the no. comments. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was, yeah, well, we don't want to listen to Kent. He's in there always. Oh, Kent's always doing whatever the hell he's doing. If he's not stirring the pot, mm. he's going to be doing it. But <laughs> there is an announcement to make. 
I know Kenton, there's a couple of the boys already know they caught wind of it Saturday. But um, I'm going to Houston. <gasps> you are? Yep, yep. I am, boys, I'm coming to the Houston Livestock and Rodeo. I will be there. I am flying in Wednesday morning on the 22nd. I'm flying out Sunday the 26th. And we're going to have a good old time. I know Daddy Dutch is absolutely thrilled. Uncle Steve is beyond himself right now. Because, you know, he, he's he's just going to be happy as a pig and shit. We're going to have a good old time. But, yeah, I can't wait to see all the boys from last time and meet a bunch more and meet new some more new people. Yeah. It is going to be good. So, Houston, we have a problem. I'm on my way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, awesome. you know, thanks, Matt, for joining us. It was great. We're going to talk in New England style. And, uh, and yeah, that's it for this week, folks. I'd like to thank you for joining us. Catch the audio wherever podcasts are found. Catch the video on Facebook and YouTube. YouTube, hit that subscribe button, notification bell. You got all our episodes right there at your fingertips. Social media, find all the links down below. Questions and comments, please send them to pitlifebbqpodcast at gmail.com. Like always, subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. And until next week, keep the smoke rolling. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.